Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I like to talk with you about adding more calm and serenity and decreasing stress. If you find yourself a little frazzled these days and you really want to figure out ways to dial back all the crazy, insane energy that may be coming from your personal life, your business life, or perhaps even if from within yourself, if you're to be honest, then listen to this episode. We're going to be talking about how to add some really practical tips to help improve all areas of your life coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I'm so glad that you're with me. If this is your very first time listening, make sure you smash the subscribe button so as soon as I drop another episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety-split. And those of you guys who have been listening, yes, thank you. Thank you so much for being here and still spending some time with me. Make sure that you also tell people that you know could benefit from this podcast. We can only grow if we do it together. And I'm really excited to grow this community and get the word out because I can't do this without you. Make sure that you follow me on Twitter, Denise Chile. I love to also inspire and motivate you there as well. Okay, this episode was actually inspired from two separate but related events. And the first one was really something that took me off of left field. I couldn't believe that this particular issue would happen to another person in business. And I guess what I'm trying to say for this whole episode in general is this whole idea that we always feel as if all the stressful things are happening to us and us alone. We are all just living on these separate little islands, dealing with all these unique hardships and thinking that we can't relate and we can't share because no one understands it, but that is not the truth. That's not the truth at all. We're all learning and growing together. And while we may not have the same unique circumstances, we can all grow and understand through one another. This particular circumstance happened just today where I was talking with my hairdresser and she was explaining to me this crazy situation of a a client that was on her chair and she was getting some service done and the client was more or less trying to bully her way into having this particular add-on service for free. And to make it matters even worse, this particular client sent her text messages throughout four days demanding that she would be discounted in the future for paying for this off the service that she never agreed to and was clearly explained prior to booking about all the services and the charges. And this whole brought this whole idea of we can't control how people behave, but we can add a lot of layers to add calm, serenity, and obviously block out people who are adding a lot of frustration, a lot of stress into our lives. And that's the genesis of this whole episode that we're going to have together, that we can do a lot of different things that we can prevent crazy from happening. And sometimes crazy does happen, but there's a lot more safeguards. I might talk about this in a subsequent podcast. We'll see how I feel about it. But this whole idea of somehow we feel as if we are 
completely vulnerable and we cannot do anything on our own to keep ourselves safe that somehow these terrible things just happen to us and we're just helpless victims and I want to just end that thought for you right now if you're thinking oh my gosh woe is me all these crappy things happen and I don't even know how in the world I can protect myself I want you to abandon that level of thinking because that level of thinking actually in a sheer twist of irony attracts more of that kind of irrational crazy behavior coming around us and what I like to do in today's episode is I'd like to talk to you about three main ways that we can add calm and reduce stress. This is definitely one of those episodes, even if you're not dealing with stress and frustration now, put this in the back pocket of your mind, refer to us later, because it may come and like a boomerang come around and be applicable to you at a later time. Everything I'm going to be talking about will be expanded in detail on my course, Amazing Attitude, Amazing Attitude, a 21-day program where I help motivate and inspire and encourage you to challenge some things that you may be thinking in your business and your personal life. And at the end of the 21 days, you'll be able to see how you can transform not just the good, but also the bad and maybe give a different perspective that you haven't quite considered before. Amazing ad can only be found on my website, denisegeetlee.com. Click the courses tab and then find Amazing Attitude. If you can't find it there, don't worry. I'm going to drop a link in the show notes below so you can be able to access it. All right. let's get into today's episode because I'm really excited about everything I want to share and I want to make sure that if you need to go grab a pen and paper because I want to make sure that you can really dig in deep into these topics okay the first issue is talk with people who are knowledgeable on the issues you need okay I'll repeat that again talk with people who are knowledgeable on the issues that you need Today I was on a, a call today, it was an internal call amongst marketers and we were just talking about different campaigns and stuff that we were running. And I was talking to the, the panelists about this one particular issue and I said, I have a question about using this particular social media platform to do this particular type of advertising. And without even asking to me about what I was doing and my data and all the other stuff, he said, nah, you should go ahead and go and do this instead. This doesn't work. Without even understanding myself or my situation or what in the world that I had a question about, which clearly demonstrated to me that he had no subject matter expertise on that particular issue, but he wanted to deflect and make himself still feel like he was knowledgeable without having any particular knowledge about my issue. Here's the thing, love. If you are listening to someone who automatically says, what you're doing isn't working, but this may help you, you shouldn't be listening to them. (laughs) I don't know any other way to say it because as I, for instinct, for a moment, I almost found myself doing some research to try this method that this particular panelist suggested to me, which made no sense because what I'm doing is already working to to one degree or another. And I knew that it takes time so I can get more data. And this particular person had no interest to even ask me about my analytics, about what I was doing or how what particular concern that I had. They just instantly said, it's not going to work. Go ahead and do this. That's not 
what you need if you really want to succeed. You want to be able to get guidance from people who know what they're talking about. And even if they don't, even if they say, you know what, I don't know, but like, I'll give you a perfect example. I am the worst person you should ever be asking about running TikTok ads. As an example, I don't use TikTok. I have an account that I think probably has like five followers. I don't, I don't engage. I don't create any content for it. I'm not in the bit. While I am a marketer, while I'm an address, while I know how to set up and run ads myself, I do it for myself. I help clients do it. That's that's not something that it's my bread and butter. I'm not engaged with it. Don't ask me about TikTok advertising. And if you ask me something about TikTok advertising, I will say I'm not a TikTok advertiser. But what I do know in advertising in general is blah, blah, blah. I always preface it. I always say it in in advance so that you know that this advice is based on my limited understanding of a particular topic. If someone is not even prefacing their experience or their their knowledge or their skill set and they're just giving you advice don't just don't take the advice just do yourself a favor and don't take advice and I know it may be tempting because while they may not be an expert on that particular issue they have a well higher understanding of the issue in general for example I just said that I'm a marketer I run ads I've run ads on I've run ads on Facebook Google Twitter, I've run ads on Pinterest, I've run ads for social media accounts for myself and I've helped other people do it. Yes, I do know how to run ads. I know the principle of running ads. Am I a TikTok ad manager? Heck no. Don't ask me for that because I don't know it. We need to stop getting into this bravado business of assuming that just because one person is an expert on one area they're experts on all the other i'll give you another example would you go and ask your cardiologist for advice for your alopecia on your scalp would you go and talk to a orthodontist about your aching back like no it doesn't make any sense yes both of them both have medical degrees but they have specialities for a reason because each different part of the body is complex we need to stop getting this business of thinking that we this person might be an expert on one thing. They're going to be a runabout exit expert about all other things. For example, I love my husband. I get I go to my husband for lots of different advice on different issues. I don't talk to him about running ads. That's not his lane. That's not his zone of expertise. Talk with people. And I would say, here's the thing. For a lot of people, we want to talk to all different types of people for all different types of perspectives and the reality of of doing that logic is that we will get confused and distracted and dissuaded from making any action because here's the thing when we hear more than five to seven different types of perspectives we get confused we get distracted we don't know exactly what we need to be doing because at that point you're getting ideas that are conflicting one another. I have a short list of people, no more than two to three on a particular issue. And that's it. I only talk with people who have shown me demonstrable knowledge of expertise on the issues. And the moment they show me they don't know anything about it, here's the thing. I don't talk with them about it anymore. And I know for you, you might go, oh no, well, maybe they might have more knowledge later. Well, let them demonstrate their knowledge and talk about it to me at a later time. But it's clear at this point, right now, this juncture in time, they're not 
expert. They don't have knowledge. And here's the thing. I, I As I'm talking about this, I'm thinking about one example that you might have thought about yourself. For example, have you ever had divorced people or people who had really bad breakups with their, their ex-lovers and stuff like that coming and giving you relationship advice and they've got a trail of a broken heart and the last person keyed their, their cars, just some crazy stuff, right? And then you're asking them for relationship advice. Well, they can tell you advice of what not to do. What went wrong with them went sideways with them. You can, yes, you can hear about how that has helped, has, has what their experience has done to teach you what not to do. But here's the thing. Wouldn't it be more far more productive to talk with people who are actually winning and succeeding than to hear a bunch of horror stories? Honestly, just think about it. Life is really short. Why are we talking with people who are literally struggling and fumbling and going through all these issues when you're talking to somebody who has been happily married for 30 plus years to the same person (laughs) that has been operating medicine in this particular line of work for 20 plus years is well known it's never had any malpractice issues or whatever the point i'm trying to make is that i know for a lot of us we want to give people the benefit of the doubt we want to give people grace and i'm not saying don't give grace don't have the benefit i'm all about second chances and letting people learn and discover heck i've fumbled and bumbled myself i mean even in my early days and all of my other businesses i'm not saying that we can't give grace and we can't understand what other people are doing What I'm saying is that if you're on a mission to really achieve something in your personal and or professional life, how much time do you have to be spending time with people who are clearly out of their element and over their head? Honestly, because I really think that everyone who's listening to me right now is really ambitious. I truly believe that all the people that are listening to me want better for themselves, want better for their lives, want better for their community. And if that's the case, if you really feel as if there is a personal mandate inside of you that says, I need to get this done. I want to get this up and running. Why are you spending time with people who are definitely not equipped to help you get to that next level? I don't see professional Olympian athletes talking to high school coaches about how to up their game. I'm just saying, why are we lowering the bar for ourselves if we have these high ambitions? I really want you to think about that because for I think about even my own personal life, I definitely wasted a lot of years, guys. I've wasted so many years trying to get people who were not equipped to help me go farther. And it doesn't make any sense. That equation doesn't make any sense. And I go a lot into amazing attitudes specifically about who are you minus the crap about how we are identifying ourselves and what we are doing. Okay. The link for amazing attitudes in the show notes below. Okay. Let's move on. And it's an ancillary topic, but all on the same issue is number two is only let important people speak into your life. Again, I'll repeat, only pe- let people, important people speak into your life. I have two little bullseyes, as it were. And I think about all the people and, the, and literally in the center, the dead center of the sphere of influence that people can talk to me is God. God is the number one in my life. He's my 
gives me the focus. He gives me the clarity. He gives me the insight of what I want to share with you, what I don't want to share, how I operate in my business, how I operate in my personal life. That's, that is what grounds me and centers me. I have that as my center. And then, and that outer ring of that is my family, the, my loved ones, the ones that I have committed to, or I gave birth to <laughs> my family, my immediate family. I'm not talking about my biological. I'm talking about the family that I've created. And then out on that outer ring is my mentors, the people that help guide me in my business or my per- my personal life. And then I think about my friends, right? And then outside of the friends is my customers, the people, um, clients, the people who have invested in their success working with me. I want to help them succeed. I want to see them get bigger and brighter. And then I, and the outer ring beyond that is my prospective customers, the ones that love what I have to say or engage with what I have to say. And then I have an outer ring, a completely different outer ring is where I do care about the, my community that I want to serve and I want to impact. That's my, my realm where I'm only drawing most of the energy from this most center and then expanding out. And then there's a completely different pile of people who just don't freaking matter to me. And there's no other way to say that. The haters on social media, the people who want to talk trash about me, who've never even worked with me, the people who have said nasty things about me in the past and they don't even care to learn about what I'm doing today. The, the the random mean messages. I'm just I'm just coming up with this list. You can devise your own list for yourself to make it make sense for you. But the whole point of it is we are letting random people, strangers off the internet, people from 20 years ago, our Aunt Sally who doesn't care about digital marketing and says that what you're doing is stupid. We're letting people who aren't concerned about our personal ambitions or our welfare or what we really want to do hamper and hinder us. And that has got to end. Like right now, that has got to end for a lot of us. We are letting people who aren't even genuine about wanting to work with us, influence us. I'll give you a perfect example. Leading from the intro of our time with one another, I was mentioning to you that hairdresser appointment, that lady that was literally trying to bully my hairdresser into more or less doing services for free. That makes no freaking sense, guys. Why are we letting people bully us? Because think about it. Even let's say for some stupid reason, which my hairdresser wouldn't do, but let's just say that just indulge for indulgence and sake. Let's say she gave that service for free for $100. Now, effectively, my hairdresser just trained that wayward client to more or less not respect the prices that she had. And, and she explained in advance prior to services being rendered. Now she's lowering her standards and now she's inviting other people to more or less treat her the same way and to bully and intimidate her. How is that helping anybody? How is that helping herself? How is that helping her self-esteem? How is that helping her business? That makes no sense. How often are we letting ourselves be bullied and intimidated to do things that really go against our values, go against our timing, go against our values or ethics because we want approval from people who had no integrity to begin with. And when you say it out loud, of course that makes sense like duh, but for a lot of us who have struggled with codependency and people pleasing and perfectionism, we feel as if it's a mortal blow to our hearts if we have anyone say anything negative about us 
or not wanting to work with us because we're not willing to compromise. And I don't want that for you. I want that to be an end because that there's a lot of that's space for healing to occur where we actually say, I got some really bad messaging from my family of origin or from wherever source and that's not the way I want to run my life. And again, I talk a little bit more about Amazing Attitude about how to undo that kind of conditioning. If you find yourself repeating habits that are actually hurting you, hurting what you want to do, okay? Now, the last one is plan stuff in advance. I'll repeat that again. Plan stuff in advance. It's funny, I got an email message a couple of days ago from my dentist reminding me if I was still going to confirm my appointment, which was scheduled in two weeks. And I said, yeah, instinctively, yes. And then I, as I thought about it, the memory came to my mind that almost every single time that I end, finish my appointment with the dentist, this particular dentist says, you want to schedule your appointment, your next appointment in six months. And that actually kind of reminds me about the other dentist that I had did something like that. And it reminds me of when I go uh, to the, the salon and I said, would you like to schedule a next appointment? Immediately after the session's done, the request of booking the new appointment is offered right then and there. And obviously, that's a good business practice, which I highly encourage all of you guys to do. If you have a service-based business, to make sure that you have some type of mechanism to rebook immediately so that people don't get lost in the, in the sauce, meaning that they, with other commitments, they get distracted and they don't put anything in the books, to just do it right then and there. But it brought up this whole bigger issue that if it really matters to you, schedule it right then and there. Don't delay, don't procrastinate, just schedule it right then and there. That way you stay on schedule and you have literally put into your calendar right ahead, you you eliminate some of the stress, you eliminate some of the drama of, oh, snap, did I do it? Did I didn't do it? It's already done. It's already put in the calendar. I also think about... Heck, even with your personal life, I've spoken to a lot of of young mothers. Now, I'm not saying that young fathers don't have this issue, but particularly with young mothers, they feel that they are neglected by their husband and they're doing, they're working overtime with trying to tend to the household. On top of that, they're trying to seemingly try to um, recreate the, the romance and the spark. And I asked them, I remember I was talking to this one particular client. I said, are you scheduling date nights with your husband? And she just looked at me blankly as if I just mentioned a, a foreign issue. I said, well, you did it all the time when you guys were dating. And before the, your kids showed up, I'm like, yeah, well, maybe you need to start scheduling date nights again. Get a babysitter and make it a priority. Your marriage is a priority. That child is only going to be with you for hopefully, knock on wood, 18 years, but you're going to be with them. That I've heard the the most, without a doubt, the, of the number top five reasons people say that they divorce is because they grow out of. And the reason why they grow out of these relationships, and it's not just talking about marriage, it could talk about anything else, is because they're it just was neglected. It was just ignored. It would just became something that went in the background. They became less of a lover and more of a housemate. And then after a while, the the love just goes away and that's understandable. Schedule in the things that matter most to you. 
and make it a non-negotiable. If you value taking care of your 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 personal grooming and must see the barber, must see the hairdresser, make it a a priority to schedule both the time and have the the budget set aside. If you value having personal development um programs, schedule in the time, schedule in the resources. Like for example, it's a non-negotiable for me 30 minutes every morning. I have a routine for my mindfulness, for my spiritual health that helps me grounded and centered so that I can be able to act in top form during my workday. Are you grounding yourself? Are you allowing yourself to prioritize the things that help you become you? If not, I want to encourage you to do that because don't let the busyness of life destroy distract you from taking care of yourself because trust and believe that if you're already distracted and overwhelmed and you don't have things put in place to help make you feel you and special it's all going to come apart at the seams it's just a matter of time and I don't want that to happen to you okay let's review everything that we've talked about so far okay And the first one is talk with people who are knowledgeable on the issues that you need. For example, don't ask divorced people about how to be happily married. Don't ask a cardiologist about your broken knee. Ask people who are actually caring and sincere and knowledgeable about what you need. They can be able to guide you and help you go to where you need to be for your business or your personal life. Okay. Number two is only let important people speak into you. I gave you that bullseye analogy. And then I had this other pile of people that just don't matter to me. They're not relevant because they don't add value to my life and they are not helping me with my bigger picture. And why am I allowing people to speak into my life that's not caring or concerned about my own personal well-being or don't want to help me be fulfilled? Okay. And the last one is number three is plan stuff and advice. I gave the example of the dentist. It could be with your your partner or whoever, but just plan stuff in your life. Plan stuff in your life that matters. Don't wait until, well, I wait until my schedule clears up. No, just do it now. And you will be able to feel fulfilled in all areas of your life. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. If you got a question or comment or concern, feel free to reach out to me. My email address is podcast at denisetlee.com. Love to reach out to you. And if you would love, love, love in these episodes, make sure that you write me a review and send me a message at podcast at denisetlee.com. I'd love to send you a little token of my appreciation. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.